2: What is going on everybody, my name is Cutter Lawler, welcome to a very special sneak peek of the Patreon, because we are going to be covering everyone's favourite Disney Plus series that has only just come out, that's not Ooh. WandaVision, and that is <laughs> The Falcon and Winter Soldier. I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going?
1: I'm good. This is a new format for us that we're not quite mm. used to yet, and that we're doing almost like... Reactionary commentary on a series. We thought yeah. we might do it for one division, but we kind of missed the boat on that. So we're going to do it for <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier now.
2: Because I, I'm one of those people that I like to have them all piled up, and then You're a i a like binger. To I'm a binger. I like to let it pile up for. I'd I'd rather wait four weeks, let it pile up, and then barrel through four in a row. Then go week to week because I get to the end. I want to go seven more days. I feel like I'm in 1999 watching Buffy. This is ridiculous. I know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You you had a busy 99, clearly. I did, Uh, I did. So I think, uh, to that end, I think what we might be doing with this is we might be doing them in two episode blocks. Yeah. Um, So we're doing the first two episodes, which I don't think hurts it, honestly, because, like, the first episode of anything is pretty much just set up anyway. Um, so just gives us a bit of a more to talk about More room to kind of let theories grow and develop As the weeks go on
2: Yeah, and as we mentioned We will be releasing this free to air I suppose is the word to use Or free to listen to uh, on our um, Just on our regular streams Whatever podcast app you're using And then we're hoping that future episodes Will be over on our Patreon If you want to head over there It's just $5 a month You get all the extra access to all the extra movie reviews And other reviews like this that we'll be doing over there
1: yeah, we we want to do more stuff towards uh, the Patreon and keep developing that as well. Um, and look, there will be other stuff coming on the regular streams also. Um, There's Marvel
2: go- stuff all year, guys. There's Marvel <laughs> look, stuff look, all we year. We are
1: going to be bet, lads, with Marvel <laughs> stuff.
2: <laughs> so, so, Sean, I think it's important to start. I have a very simple question. We've watched the first two episodes of yeah. The Falcon and Winter Soldier, and it's it's come out, It's it's been seen. Sean, I have one question, and that is, what do you think? <laughs> oh,
1: Wow, okay, <laughs> sum it all up in one neat little patch. Just,
2: I just want the general overview, and then we can kind of get into the nitty-gritty of maybe what works or what doesn't work.
1: Yeah, no, that's totally fair. I'm really liking it so far. Um, it feels like week on week I get to watch part of the Winter Soldier movie, which Ooh, yeah. is high praise indeed, coming from mm. uh, a big fan of the Winter Soldier. Um, and a lot of that Marvel kind of... You know, spy espionage stuff that goes on, um, and it doesn't hurt either that the the show looks gorgeous, like it looks like yeah. a
2: movie. Well, I mean, the budget for the series was one hundred and fifty million dollars.
1: Wow, that's a movie budget.
2: <laughs> and I think what they've been they were heavily pushing beforehand was that this is a movie split into six. Not it's not one division, which I think was more episodic. I think this is a one movie split six times.
1: Yeah, and it it doesn't look for the one split we've seen so far between episode one and two. I don't think that hurts it at all. No, Um, It's not like like it cuts in the middle of a scene um, and then you have to wait a week to see the second half of a sentence. It's a very natural break point that it takes and it kind of lets you jump ahead in time a little bit as well between episodes one and two.
2: Now I have heard a few complaints in regards to the series. You look confused, Sean. But, I am. Um, I have heard one or two. My sister, in particular, has a whiteboard full of complaints that she took what a picture board? of and sent it to me to say oh this is wrong. Gosh. And I was kind of watching it. going, I feel like there are some. There's some logic to those points, but also I can see other uh, out, out uh, perspectives. I should say as well. Yes. Um, so in terms of as I said, episode one is mainly just a setup. You get reintroduced to all these people. It's episode two that we kind of actually see things happen. But that is not to say episode one is bad. We're not going to go scene by scene. But we're just going to maybe go over some of our favourite and least favourite parts of those episodes. So, for example, episode one starts with the big action scene with yeah. um, you, you, you've got the Falcon and he's in all his Falcon glory. I think this is very Iron Man vibes, um, which I very much like.
1: Yes, it is. It's very much um, like a free agent operating in an airspace. Um, and
2: Batrock the Leaper. <laughs> Batrock the Leaper. The big, ba- big Batty.
1: <laughs> big Batty B, um, who covered in Hero Zero the other day. Um, delighted I was mm. to see him pop back up. Cause
2: <laughs> You're biggest fan. I, I am
1: his biggest fan. You've got the chest
2: fan. tattoo.
1: <laughs> I'm a Batrock Stan, correct. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But it's Batrock and the Orb. Those are my two dudes.
2: They're your two. It's a weird hill to die on, but we just let him do it.
1: <laughs> the um no, but Marvel for a while had a, a, a very serious problem of just kind of killing off or writing out their villains and they never get to show up again. Mm. Um so I like it just fleshes out the universe a bit more that Batrock, this mercenary who continually just pops up in comics, is now popping up in the Marvel universe again and again. Mm. I like that.
2: And and he's a good guy to have the of him. I I think he's perfect because he's just the level of competent that the hero might have a moment where like fuck. I'm in trouble here, but you will ultimately definitely win. <laughs>
1: yeah, but that's the thing is that if they were fighting anywhere else but the air, which is Sam's territory, I feel Batrock is like a good match for the Falcon because they're both mm. just men. They're not enhanced at all.
2: Yeah, Sam just has take.
1: Sam, yeah, Sam has tech and and look years of military training etc. on his side. But can he leap that, though? Can, can he leap ten foot from a standing position? That's the I, question. I was
2: looking at him. I was thinking maybe eight, but that's not ten, Sam. It's not ten. <laughs> it's
1: not ten at all. So that no, that intro like action sequence really does a good like way of here's the stakes. Like here's what Sam has been up to since getting snapped back into existence, and then. You see, Bucky, who has had a much different experience since he's come back, in that he's he's well, being therapized and he's trying to like rebuild his his life, basically.
2: That, that's my favorite scene in the first episode: is Bucky in therapy, and I yeah. don't know if I, I I just like I was sitting there going, "This is really good" because we never hear Bucky talk about anything other than things relating to Steve from every and other movie.
1: Bucky was defined as Steve's friend for a very long time
2: which it would be really fucked up if you were an undercover agent for Hydra for 50 years killing all these people and now you're good but you can still remember what you did
1: yeah you still have all of these flashbacks to every bad thing you've ever done but now you feel bad about them
2: but actually that sentence speaking of Buffy, that is just angel <laughs> in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's like you have all these years of like you killed about oh, I don't know five hundred people, but you never felt bad, but now we've we've recovered you, but now you also feel absolutely shit about what you've done.
1: Yeah, it's it's like if you give a monkey sentience, he becomes immediately depressed. Like that's his, <laughs> that's his kind of deal. Um no, I love the Bucky therapy stuff. Um I think Sebastian Stan is like acting the shit out of it in some of those scenes. Mm. And um, I, I
2: really like that he's friends with Yori who he killed his son. And with yeah. that first the first flashback comes up and I was just kind of like why are we seeing this? And but then when you find out later on, I was like, oh, that like shows that he's so guilty, but he just wants to help. But then when he comes across the the little shrine tomb later on, it's like, nah, you are no. you're not there yet.
1: bud. <laughs> you're too far gone, I'm afraid. That date scene is precious, by the way. Yeah, uh, where he's on the date. <laughs> we never in the sushi see Sebastian
2: stand happy.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's. <laughs> he's he's had a rough run of it in the Marvel universe. Um, yeah. It's like, and then like a lot of the stuff with um, Sam's family, uh, like his sister and his nephews, uh, making him Uncle Sam. By the way, that's fucking brilliant.
2: I think he was written in the comics just like he was given a sister in the comics, just so he would be Uncle Sam.
1: he could have Uncle Sam, yeah. Yeah. Um, like it's this really like nice look at like, oh, here is what a superhero is doing in his downtime. Like, between missions and between saving the world... Like, his family is struggling financially. He's trying to save the boat that their parents owned And that they essentially grew up on. Um, and they can't get a loan from the... Like, Falcon can't get a loan from the bank. Because... Yeah. Three and a half billion people came back... And now the banks are fucked.
2: Yeah, and I think... I feel like this is where my first complaint is going to come in. Um, not because I think that's an interesting concept... But it's never explained further or explored. Um, and, and this was on one of the whiteboard points that my sister right. made. And I, re- and I read and I was like, Yeah, you're dead. It was just said, like, the, it's a missed opportunity. Because there's all these people come back. And this is our first time back in it other than Spider-Man. But I think that was kind of its own Spider-Man, thing.
1: Uh, Spider-Man, I think, is like nine months after the, the, yeah. the re-snapping. Whereas I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier is three months And I think One Division was three weeks.
2: And, like, I think. And One Division was in its own world. So that's not going to deal with it. But this has a massive opportunity to. There's so many interesting things. Like, even just a snippet. They're like, I can't give you a mortgage because you have not had a job in five years. And then her reply is, I was not alive. (laughs) I was not on the planet for five years. How could I have a job? Kind of thing. I think it's such an interesting concept that I feel like they touch on. And they're like, okay, there's this, and I'm like, that's really cool, let me sit in it. And then they immediately move on to the next thing, and I'm kind of like, no, tell me more, I want to see.
1: Yeah, now I do think, like, in the first episode, I think you can't go too heavy on that, because... Yeah, know, you, I agree, but even like, the
2: second one is more, like, I know we're, talking, we're about to talk about the Flag Smashers, but yeah. they have a scene in the second episode, where they're like, "Explain, are we all with me? Yeah, are we all doing this? Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Or like, they want to go pre-blip, okay? Yeah, or like go back to the blip time—is their take?
1: Yeah, and that's five years where most of the world was gone, um, and there were—I, I don't even know what that was like. Yeah, uh, but yeah,
2: exactly. My question is why?
1: What was so good about that time yeah, that but you wanted? What's want the to, difference? Yeah, unless it was like because the, the thing is, and this is the argument that Steve Rogers kind of put forward in Endgame was Thanos's plan kind of worked, like. Whales returned to the Hudson. Uh, people had more supplies and yeah. there wasn't as much poverty. Maybe those are the people that think Thanos did nothing wrong. You know?
2: And I suppose, actually, even when the movie came out, there was a lot of people who like, oh, no, Thanos had a pint. You know what I mean? Like To do that, and even if that's the viewer, it would make sense that there's people in the world that, like, if you survived, and say your whole family survived... And suddenly, you're in a job and the CEO, he turns to dust and the next four managers all turn to dust and you become the CEO of whatever exactly. business you're in. And like, everyone's here. I'm suddenly a millionaire.
1: Yeah, the housing um, crisis is suddenly solved.
2: Yeah, and like, the banks, I would they would lose so much money through mortgages, I suppose, where people wouldn't be able to pay them back. But the house wouldn't need anything anymore.
1: That's it, but also, like I'm sure there's a rule with banks that if you die and no one collects your assets, they keep yeah. it. You know? Yes, yeah, so they like, get all the houses. And as far as, like, we all knew that they'd bring everyone back. But people in that universe, for five years, like, people came to terms with the fact that these people were never coming back. They were mm. gone. Um, so I can totally see why there would be elements of, like, we've been through this horrible thing, we made the best of it, and now we're back to the horrible way things were beforehand, except now it's worse.
2: But me and you came to all of these conclusions through a line in Avengers Endgame, not a line in in Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
1: No, that's very true. Um, And I do think they need to flesh out, and, and I get it's episode two, the Flag Smashers do need a bit more development and in, in like because the best thing you, we've said it before, the best villain is one you can agree with.
2: Mm, I think they're trying really hard to get them to be like, oh, they're they're good guys. Come on, guys! Which to me implies they are going to do something real fucked at some at some stage.
1: Yeah, see, they're stealing vaccines. I think cause there's a bunch for of, what
2: though vaccines I, I, for what? I,
1: I think it's there's a bunch of camps of displaced people who were snapped back. Um, right. And I think they're stealing vaccines from, like, the army and stuff to give them to those people. But again, I don't know that for sure.
2: <laughs> it's never said. They're just like, they're stealing vaccines. Okay. Um, vaccines <laughs> for what? <laughs> Is well, this a there's good this or thing imagine? going around
1: recently, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I understand if it, if it was in these times, I'd be like... They're stealing a truckload of vaccines. That's probably bad, but that has not happened here.
1: No, no. And, no, and, and look, that truckload of vaccines does lead to a very good truck fight between mm. uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, who team up. Oh, but they're, they're not friends. Let's be sure about that.
2: No, uh, I, I, that's episode two. But I, I feel like where this series has kind of excelled for me is in terms of action. And set pieces. Yes. I think they all look amazing. Everything looks really good. Every action set piece, as you said, has heavy Winter Soldier vibes, which is good vibes to be in, because the action in that movie is pretty renowned as being amazing.
1: Yeah, like, and it's not just, like, the hand-to-hand stuff that they do. There's also, like, all of the aerial stuff, any mm. of the stuff to do with, like, driving. Even some of the stealth stuff, what little we've got of it, does look quite good.
2: mm and and I think um, with Falcon, like, it's seamless. His movements in the air. Yes. Like, you can tell he's an expert. And with that gives us confidence as the viewer that we're kind of like, he knows what he's doing. Even though we've seen him in the other movies also be a badass, it's cool to just have that scene, say, in episode one, that he just has 15 minutes to himself. That he's not like, Hi, Steve, I've got the ting. Now you can be the real hero.
1: Yeah, like, and the, the he does in episode one um, he gives up the shield he gives it to the smithsonian being like mm. this is an object worthy of the, the the history museum um and i get the thing the sense that this series falcon wants to be recognized for for being falcon not mm. just he's the next captain america um because they're, they're it, it happens in episode 2 He's ha- oh, I'm jumping ahead a bit But he's having a, se- a discussion with the new Captain America um, mm. Who says Oh I'm the new Captain America um, It'd be really good if I could get Steve's wingman on my side yeah. And the line from Falcon is See it's always that last sentence It's always <laughs> the last part of that That gets me Because he's always just been Steve's sidekick
2: Yeah, he wants to be his own man. As you said, I think that's a really interesting concept to go down for the character. That, like, he is the Falcon, but if he gives up that, it's kind of giving up his identity to step into another person's shoes. And Mm. so he'll always be Steve Rogers, uh, the follow-up to Steve Rogers, rather than uh, Sam Wilson, who's his own man. And he's the Falcon. And that's an interesting character development that I really hope they explore further. We're kind of just getting the surface level of that, maybe a slight bit of inside it, but I want to go full the whole way where, like, Bookie is saying to him, booky's so annoyed, by the way. Bookie is so Like, he's so annoyed that he's like, why are you not taking this? He gave it to you. Because, to Bookie, he doesn't understand. He's kind of like, I think Bookie's very, he's got his own shit going on. But he's also mm. very happy just being Steve's friend. He's just happy Steve took him back. Yeah. And so when he sees like Steve go, I want um, Sam to be Captain America, and Sam takes a moment to be like, Well, maybe I don't want to be Captain America. Maybe I want to be myself. He immediately is like, What are you doing? Like, this is a great honor. Take it. He's after yeah, Steve it to
1: wanted you. this. Like, yeah. I, I, he would die for Steve. Bucky would die for
2: Steve. Um, but Sam would too. But that's not the Sam's point.
1: No like the 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 line as well that bucky says um they're in therapy together and um sam says like w- uh wouldn't steve want me to do what i thought was right and bucky said but if if steve was wrong about you he was wrong about me mm. and that's like that's the core of bucky is that like his worth comes from the fact that steve thought he was worthy
2: yeah, and he and that he owes everything to Steve because yeah, exactly. Like, he brought to them back. him, he, like he, to him, he's worth nothing. Like he's had fifty years of killing innocent people, and Steve still stuck by him and never gave up on him. So he has a debt to Steve, whereas Sam is in a different uh, aspect due to the fact Sam's never killed anybody. Who? Well, he's killed people, but like he's never gone about killing innocent people. He was never an assassin. Steve picked him up because he was good. And they work together because he's like, I'm on the good side. We can do good together. Whereas Bucky was kind of dragged along at first. And then is like yeah. thankful for the opportunity.
1: Yeah, Bucky had a lot of things to go through before he was ready to be a hero. Like even mm. just to himself. Um, speaking of, how do you feel about John Walker, Captain America?
2: <laughs> do you know what? There's a lot of hate for Mr. John Walker. Yeah. And here's the thing, Sean. I really like him. He he makes me laugh every scene he's in.
1: (laughs) Like it's really an interesting one because he's not objectively like he's not hateable right out of the gate. No, he's just he's a good soldier. He's like peak human performance. I think they nailed that down pretty hard in episode two. Yeah, they, they
2: tell us that without showing. No, yeah. He's really quick and he's really strong. It's a
1: really interesting way of just like expositing to the audiences. Oh, it's a good morning America interview. Yeah.
2: On a, on a football field at night time.
1: Yeah. What the fuck? But the um, I didn't even consider that. But the thing about him is like, and you see it a bit through episode two. He starts off as like, oh, I just, I want to help people. I want Mm -hmm. to be a hero and then he turns it into oh i i see steve rogers as a brother we we are equals um and then towards the end of the episode he's like using all this influence he has as captain america he's getting people out of prison uh he's he's doing his own thing basically
2: when he turns up and he gets sam out of prison and then he throws up he gives him like a little hand signal like hey buddy i got you out (laughs) i burst laughing and I was just like what a house!" but I'm all in on the shithousery
1: and I think the way this is gonna be is because he got he gets his ass handed to him by the flag smashers because there's yeah, eight super I, I, soldiers yeah,
2: on. He, he leaps back up on the truck and he's like yeah, now you're done for right? I'm gonna catch you now and like, he, he, was this, he was again. this
1: close to saying I can do this all day <laughs> <laughs>
2: And you know what, a lot of people, like, there's so much hate about him, but you're meant to hate him. But I, like, um, it's a very weird reference, but Titans, bad show. Bad show. Jason Todd in Titans is meant to be annoying. Yeah. Yeah, and I love Jason Todd in that show. Like, th- I love a character that is designed to annoy you, and then once I'm aware that they're designed to annoy me, I can appreciate. I'm like, oh, that's an annoying trait, and then that makes me smile. Like, that's great, right? Because I'm yeah. fucking annoyed.
1: Because at that point, it's like, yeah, th- this character is behaving exactly as they're meant to.
2: Yeah, he's not uh, evil, and he's he like there's, there's nothing... but he's just annoying. And I love it.
1: Yeah, this um, I think in the future like john walker i think there's gonna be in this an underground super soldier serum from power Mm. broker that they mentioned that they name drop um i think he's gonna get it and do you know um was it stanley tucci in the first avenger um uh, i I, think so yeah, I think it was either him or Mark Strong. I always get those two men confused. I think it was uh, the tooch. I think it was the tooch. Um, but he was saying to Steve Rogers that the reason he was picked is because he was a good man. And the serum doesn't just like enhance your strength or enhance your speed or your reflexes. It enhances everything about you. So a good man would become a great man. Um, <clears throat> a, a bad man would become a cruel man. Um, I think that, like John Walker's shithousery is about to be taken up to 11 If he gets... Did you like soldiers. the
2: bit where you um, like the bit where Bucky they're in the car and Bucky's like have you ever even jumped on a grenade and he's like I've jumped on four yeah. <laughs> it I do like... the same with
1: my helmet it's reinforced
2: <laughs> and he starts like talking them through his system like <laughs> yeah. he's so good that it's so
1: annoying he's annoyingly perfect as a soldier <laughs> <laughs>
2: and like i that's why like we are on Sam and Bucky's side that like you want to hate him because obviously he's not Chris Evans and yeah. so, and he looks weird in because he's not handsome he's just a he looks like Tom from McFly really right and so
1: (laughs) Kurt Russell's son you're talking about
2: (laughs) so like but he's just there and he's fine but he's not Chris Evans and I think it's going to be very hard to follow that but, like, when he's, when he's like, um, the two of them are just asking him questions, he keeps just nailing it, like, knocking it out with a party. Like, yeah. he jumped on four grenades, I'm a superhero, um, I'm, like, the best soldier we have, and I'm really a good guy. I'm just one of the good guys, you know what I one mean? One of the good guys. We're on a <laughs> team. And you can see Bucky get more and more annoyed the longer it goes. Like, damn it, I've got nothing on him. He's just annoyingly good.
1: Like, Bucky and Sam are absolute children in that car seat. <laughs> Like because it starts off and they're just walking down the road and they they slow down so they can drive beside and Sam and Bucky. Past. They walk fast, like and they're just like it's fifteen miles to the airport, guys.
2: <laughs> I just yeah, I I think and um, John Walker is someone that I want to see more of, and I just want to him in a room with the other t- the two of them. I just want him to keep nailing answers and just annoying them more. I just want him to be the most annoying man in the world. And then I can just keep laughing at the writing (laughs) of this man.
1: That's it. I really like him as a character. I think he works so well in that universe. Um, I think he's going to die though. I I don't think he's going to.
2: Well, actually, he might die. I think he's going to be overconfident. He'll get injected. And he's like, I'm amazing. Last scene, someone's going to kill him. He's like, guys, I've got this. Back up! I'm Captain America.
1: I it, I I either think he'll live and be in like uh, a, a military prison or the raft or something like that, or I think uh, Zemo will get him, and oh, Zemo yeah. will finally get to stop a super soldier. Aside from those yeah. eight that he murdered in their sleep in
2: civil ah, you war. know how it is. You kill eight, you might want nine. You know, right. you know, round it <laughs> up to a
1: nice odd number.
2: Um, I am a massive fan by the way of the chemistry you can meet the chemistry between Sebastian yeah. Stan and Dimaki it's it's really really great um, I and find it sh- sorry
1: on. I was going to say it, it 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 it's great their chemistry is great I also don't believe that those two men hate each other
2: no not at all I, I can 100% agree that they're like friends
1: yeah they're friends in real life <laughs>
2: yeah and I think it's hard to do that chemistry that, like you have chemistry but you're meant to hate each other like, yeah,
1: because we all seen the interviews and them joking around and everything like that. Um, yeah, so it, it it is it's fun seeing them pretend to hate each other.
2: I like the bit when he's like sneaking in, and then he's like, um, "I'm White Panther." Like, oh, are What yeah. are you, you, White Panther? If you if you were hanging out with Black Panther for a while,
1: yeah, he spent spent some time in Wakanda, learned some stealth. Probably <laughs> the White Panther, it's, and now he says it's the White Wolf, actually.
2: And then he's like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Don't
1: worry about it. Don't worry about it.
2: <laughs> um, I also liked the um, uh, introduction of Isaiah, the super soldier. Yeah. Um, and it's a very, that's a really interesting concept of also it could completely be solved. That conversation that they have outside completely solved on a post-it note or a 90 second conversation that he before they walk into the room book he goes, here a quick heads up. Right, yeah, <laughs> I'm just to really clear this up. It's going to cause issues, but I'm going to tell you now because we'll be arguing about it later on.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing from the comics as well that um, experimental super soldier serums were tested on African Americans, mm-hmm. um, and I think the one of their kids then becomes like the Captain America of the Young Avengers then.
2: Right. So
1: this plays more into the idea of a young Avengers down the line. And
2: I think that will um, definitely push... I I love the idea that when they walk out, the police turn up. That's a
1: fucking good scene, man. Like,
2: that's that's a really good scene. And that is possibly, like... For the rest of the two episodes, they're very much telling us things. But that's just a very... Like, it's a very odd subtle way of not saying anything but telling us everything. So, like, you don't have to say a word. They just turn up and they're like, Is this guy bothering you?
1: Yeah, where, and like, and and the thing about that scene is like, it's definitely a real scene, like that has happened countless times oh, yeah. before to people, um, and the fact that it's like, that's fucking Falcon, dude. And, and then, this,
2: and then he, his mood changes completely, he's like, oh yeah. sorry, I didn't know you had, oh This your is, your is so favorites. embarrassing. Oh, man, because I definitely would have arrested you if you weren't Falcon, but now that I know you are Falcon, yeah. okay.
1: Here's this war criminal, but he's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, and then, like, I think that will definitely heavily push the team that they're pushing that the government do not want, Sab no. to be capped. Now, that could be for a whole host of reasons, but I think there's some, there's some really, like, deep... Psychological things you could get into here that could be really, really great, but I think six episodes might not be long enough to get it across.
1: No, there's four episodes left, and a lot has to happen in them. Um,
2: yeah,
1: I'm I'm interested to see how the, like, what's their plan to get the shield back? Uh, like, mm. cause we and maybe this is Marvel misleading us with trailers again, but we have seen like Sam practicing with the shield in like a farm or somewhere, um, and that's just. I don't see how that happens when John Walker is active um, Unless he's shut down fairly quickly and, Or unless he gets the super soldier serum Gives up the shield Gets cocky And then
2: Doesn't need the shield
1: doesn't need a shield. Jumps on a grenade thinking he can take it. <laughs>
2: and, and, and he just gets a big hole in his chest. What a <laughs> way to go for John Walker.
1: That'd be amazing. Um, I think, like, I, I don't know how much else I have to highlight as being like excellent um, bits of the show. It's all quite good, I think.
2: Do you, do you have any issues?
1: Um, not, like, nothing glaring, really. There is a lot of telling not showing in the first two episodes Mm. um like all of that stuff with as much as i like it the stuff with sam's sister and the family there's a lot of just expositing about how tight money is and how things are things are not great i feel there are other ways to do that and they they could have just gone to the bank and been turned down like that's and then that's where that conversation happens but we kind of learn three or four times that they're having money troubles
2: yeah, and we and we we learn three or four times that the world is different now after the blip, but we also don't know how. But everyone's just like it's different now, you know. Yes,
1: yeah. the like the flag smashers motto of one world, one people. That's fine, but I also feel that there would have been even more tensions between certain countries had. Did half they say people borders disappear.
2: had moved as well? I
1: think so. That uh, and that's why there's all these camps. Like they're. They're people who, like, they don't have a country anymore.
2: Right, okay. But again,
1: where's the explanation of that? (laughs) Why? (laughs) But yeah, like, and it was five years as well. How much can you... Look how long Brexit took.
2: (laughs) Yeah, let's get into that. Here we go. (laughs) And and Also, it ends on um, Zemo, that they're going to, like, we're going to go talk to him.
1: Yeah, and, like, I'm interested to see, like, because I thought Zemo would be, like, the big bad, and he'd be like puppeteering things from the start. But it seems like they just go grab him from prison and let him go at this point. No,
2: but I think we, once they release him, he will take over. And then mm. he will he will become the big bad eventually. Um, yeah. In terms of, yeah, the action we covered, characters, plot, I think best scenes, worst I think that's kind of it that we've kind of covered for the first two episodes anyway.
1: Yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes. Um, I definitely think, like, it's going to be a case of a rogue super-soldier formula. Or, conversely, the Inhumans.
2: Or, Baltrock is the big villain. I would love
1: if Balthrock was a big villain, man. <laughs>
2: he's, he's the big bad. <laughs> oh, phase four. Up, <laughs> no phase four. I'm taking Thanos is like, nah, I'm not fucking with the big B. <laughs> you know what
1: I mean? <laughs> Thanos is like ten feet tall, but Batroc can jump over him.
2: He can leap ten feet, which won't be over him. He might clip him on the head, but he will get there around what he, there.
1: What if he jumped up, landed on his head, then jumped? Total of twenty feet in height.
2: That's twenty feet. You cannot fuck with that, Sean. He's on top of ruse before you know what's going on.
1: <laughs> the um, no, like it's um, it's a solid show. I think it's. I like the pacing of it more than WandaVision at this point, I think. I feel like I'm more into the story than I was after the second episode of WandaVision.
2: Mm, I think WandaVision had some big reveals later on. um, And I think this might have some probably lesser reveals, but I think it might be better as a cohesive.
1: Yes, yeah, like as an overall, like a movie cut into parts, as you said. Yeah, um,
2: Uh, but yeah, I think that's it for this just extra special, just... Random extra episode that we've put out here, um, and we will trying and do one every two episodes. I think.
1: I think every two episodes, because then we can. It gives us a nice meaty amount to talk about, um, yeah. and especially when there's um, there's six episodes, it's a nice division. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think so. A couple of weeks, we'll have another episode up. We'll be they'll all be full spoilers, by the way. Um, so we're just going to get as in depth as we can, and they'll all be put up on the Patreon. That will be linked. Below Patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire Podcast, if you can't click links on your phone for whatever reason, or we will post about it on all the social medias as well. So, mm. Twitter, Heroes for Hire Pod, the four is the number four. Facebook, it'll be Heroes for Hire Podcast, the page, and in the discussion group, Detective Divelman's discussion group, and on Instagram as well, Heroes for Hire Podcast there. Sounds good. Sounds good. I just kind of segued into the outro there, wasn't it weird?
2: That's, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> so, I have the colour honour.
1: I have been Sean Meehan.
2: And just tell one human being that we exist as. Okay. Just the one. <laughs> just the one. Okay, fine. Bye.
1: bye.
0: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers.